0: Well, today we're going to take a little time to to explore the pandemic. Is it coming back? And before the program's over, even a little bit about your health. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. And welcome to the Thursday edition of Truth to Ponder. A quick thank you to, to Jim Calhoun. As many of you know, I had to, to take off yesterday for a while because of a a death in the family. My extended family over in Tokoa, Georgia. We're not that far away, but I need a little help to get yesterday's program done. Now, as you can tell by the the teaser at the beginning of the program, we're going to be talking to one of our our new regulars. His name is is Doctor Will Wong, and and I've gotten to really appreciate his insight. I recognize you may not agree with everything that he has to say, but the more I listen and the more that I've taken the time to research the things that Dr. Wong has actually said, I'm really becoming a believer in some things that might even appear to be rather controversial. The pandemic of 2020, 2021, and it still lingers a little bit here in 2022. There's some things about it that don't add up to this day. Things we were told in 2020 that never were true. And, and I am convinced, and you cannot convince me anymore otherwise, it was used by those in this world. And there's evil in this world. There are people that have evil ideas for what they want to do to you. And the sooner you recognize that, the better off you're going to be. Well, Dr. Will Wong, he's a classical neuropath, a Ph.D., exercise physiologist, athletic trainer. He's also deeply into the Word of God, but sometimes, and you'll hear it occasionally, he just calls it as he sees it. And and I understand. There are times I get very angry at what our fake news media does. And they're fake. They're phonies. They're frauds. They're propagandists. CNN. NBC, ABC, even at times Fox News has been known to be part of the propaganda. Sorry, but it is. And the sooner we take control of our lives and stop being manipulated, the better off we're going to be. And so I welcome back to the program today, Dr. William Wong, and I want to start I'm want to start talking about we'll start with the pandemic this has been lingering on now we're we're entering our third year well into our third year of this mess and you've paid attention to it and i think your instincts as i've talked to you have been pretty good and and i think a lot of us or and even myself at times have been deceived so where do things stand in the wonderful world of covid
1: the British uh, National Health Service have just admitted that instead of over 100,000 deaths from COVID uh, last year, they only had five, 5,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the uh, uh, studies that are coming out now are showing that the vaxxers actually do alter human DNA permanently and make you GMO. Mm-hmm. Most all the folks in the hospital now that are uh, listed as COVID patients are actually double and triple vaxxed. So only the vaccinated are supposedly getting the COVID. They're likely actually suffering from the side effects of the vaccine. But, you know, medicine can't admit that. So COVID is kind of in limbo right now. And I think that the powers that be are trying to figure out whether they're going to bring it back in a super form or just try to inflict fear of another bug like Marburg on us.
0: Mm. When you look at the COVID fear, and, you know, we were down in Florida for quite Mm -hmm. a while, and on the east coast of Florida, you would expect to see more people that would be, shall we say, of a leaning left persuasion, so they're going to virtue signal with their face diaper everywhere they go. It doesn't matter if they're driving by themselves in a car. (laughs) It doesn't matter if they're walking outside a 1,000 feet away from anybody, anytime the front door opens, they walk out with their face mask on. They leave a grocery store walking to their vehicle. It stays on, and they drive away with it on. You see some elderly that, that I think do it out of fear because they're elderly. They know that their immune system may be weaker. They know they may not be able to, to deal with this, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera and and so the question that that i get up here to georgia and we're talking a very shall we say conservative area let's just use that for lack of a better word um Mm -hmm. people that were not as you still see some people going in and out of grocery stores and in their car by themselves or a husband and wife wearing a face mask in a car and and I think they do it because they really believe they're protecting themselves. Am I, am I wrong to say that even though Fauci tried to say and they tried to use the terminology in 2020, your mask protects me and mine protects you? That was what they tried to guilt trip us on. Right. Do you, do you believe that a lot of people just kept wanting to believe, but it protects me, too? In other words, if I wear a face yeah. mask, I won't get the virus. And if I get the if I get triple and quadruple vaccinated, and I've got a face mask, and I'm definitely bulletproof,
1: right? And is that the, true? Uh, absolutely not. But you've got the weak-minded who think it is. Mm-hmm. The folks who get their opinions and get the, all of their news from the mass media or the Facebook, or Facebook, folks who can't reason or rationalize for themselves. And, you know, the folks who actually really don't know science, because yeah. anyone who thinks that there's science involved in anything that the CDC, the WHO, or the FDA has said about anything involving COVID is a fool.
0: Well, we've seen none of it. None of it's ever panned out. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. I've seen. Nothing has ever panned out. Yeah. Yeah. They, um, they. The, the, Look, I was told, we were told what? We were going to have 3 million plus dead in the United States by the summer of 2020. That was the prediction. And that's why everybody was willing to do the two weeks to flatten the curve. Because we were told that 3 million Americans and they were implying it didn't matter what age you were just like in china some healthy 31 year old walking down the sidewalk minding his own business suddenly gets hit by a covid bug and collapses and dies and the hazmat people have to carry him away that's now, mind we, you
1: yeah the, the guy breaks his fall with his hands notice that when when you, when you see that film again mm-hmm. if you if you've ever seen anyone drop People make a certain sound when they hit the pavement. It sounds like a sack of potatoes. Yeah. Or a sack of wet cement.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And when, 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 in, in, in the videos where you see people just collapse in Wuhan, China, you'll see them break their falls. I'm sorry, but if you've just fallen unconscious, you're not going to stick your arms out or roll your shoulder or do whatever else, mm-hmm. you know, martial artists do to break their falls.
0: Wow. And and there they are, and then they and just it just so happens the the uh, burial body pickup squad in their hazmat suits just happen to come along in seconds. Yep. They just they're keeping an eye on everybody that's dying. Now, when I saw that, you know my you know my detector went off too. It was a bunch of baloney, a- and I could not. I'm looking at this. Now remember, I'm working in emergency management. <laughs> And I've been called out of retirement. And when I first heard about this in February, what do I know? You know, we just know what little we knew. And yep. and that I'm trusting that the information I'm getting from the state that I went to do my work in and the federal government was somewhat accurate. I had no reason to believe otherwise at that point. But it only took me within oh, 30 days, 35, 45 days on site to realize there's something horribly wrong with this narrative and it's not true and and that's why i had to eventually i kept hanging in a little longer to make sure it just wasn't a fluke maybe maybe there was just they predicted these numbers a little too soon but after i hit day 60 something i knew that no this is not going to be what they claim and and i bowed out i said "I, i can't do this anymore And that's why this radio program was born to begin with, because I couldn't, I couldn't be a part of what I consider one of the biggest lies perpetuated upon the globe in the history of mankind. And that's what I thought. it. That's what I began to realize that it is. And yet they, you know, there were times that I've doubted. There were times that I wondered, maybe I'm wrong. But then as time marches on, as you probably discovered for yourself, you realize your instincts were right all along. It is a bunch yes. of malarkey. Right. So so what do you think the next wave of of fear is going to be?
1: going to be something probably along the lines of an Ebola. Now, there's been an awful lot of talk about Marburg, which is basically Ebola with a zombie accent. <laughs> <laughs> all <laughs> there've, right. There have been 10 cases in the world so far. And basically, you start ha- the, the patient starts hemorrhaging all over the place, but something happens in the brain, and they develop an uncontrollable urge to bite, even themselves. Wow! So the, they become zombie-like, and, and and you know, and while they're dying of internal hemorrhage, they're they're biting other folks and supposedly infecting other folks.
0: Oh, this ought to be good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Now we need to, we need to go back over time to see which sci-fi movie from the fifties used this as a theme. Because oh you, gosh, I mean, yeah. there's got to be one out there. Someone's going to find it, some long forgotten, poorly made black and white horror film, and it's gonna it's <laughs> yep. gonna show up on you know it's gonna show up on Rumble because YouTube will suppress it for telling the truth, <laughs> and it's gonna be this scene where somebody's you know bleeding and, and biting somebody it's got to be out there somewhere it has to be Uh, i mean you can't make this stuff up i mean well you can and i mean (laughs) (laughs) i I look at (laughs) i mean what i but someone will say let's say let's answer a legitimate question that somebody might have so let's go back to 2020 and a lot of us knew people that came down with covid symptoms and they were very sick for about 10 days or two weeks yeah and you know they they had a hard time you know getting their breath uh it seemed to me and i'm going to go with 2020 versus anything beyond let's say the fall of 2020 or or december of 2021 i mean uh of january of 2021 mm-hmm. it seemed to me the general trend was someone came down with this, and they immediately had uh, a high fever. And they, by day number three, the fever is breaking, but they're having a hard time breathing. And that kind of mm-hmm. hangs in there for several days, like heavy congestion and coughing and what whatever the case may be. And then they're just weak for about another week, week and a half. In other words, they're recuperating. The fever has broke. Um, and the the congestion in their lungs is, is beginning to, to break away. What did these people have? And I, I knew several people in, in our family that had this. Yeah.
1: The only thing that seven university microbiolabs in the United States found was influenza A, which is a Hong Kong flu. You All know, right. People should have been leaking covid germs all over the place if they had COVID. Mm -hmm. They would not have needed to have asked CDC, FDA, WHO for samples of COVID. People would just, you know, just shedding it, spewing it out, coughing it up. If COVID was actually real and if it were being transmitted through sputum and air and whatever else, like FDA told us it was being transmitted. Uh, But all these seven universities found was influenza A. Now, mind you, it was a stronger version of influenza A, but those of us old enough to remember the Hong Kong flu. Yeah, 1969. Yeah. That was a kick-ass flu, and if we had not had antibiotics, then it would have been worse than the Spanish flu because Mm -hmm. every doc back then knew that a viral flu creates a bacterial pneumonia or a bacterial bronchitis. So as soon as the patient comes in with the flu, you start them on the antibiotics to keep them from getting the bronchitis or the pneumonia. Mm-hmm. In the 90s with the, uh, with the uh, uh, push to de-emphasize the use of antibiotics because they were supposedly being overused. That's part of the scam too. But I, I, I won't go into that part now. Uh, the, the, that was the prep work. For allowing people to get the viral flu or a viral infection and not treat what everybody used to know came afterwards.
0: Now, I'm going to, in terms of treatment, and I'm thinking of somebody that we are aware of. Uh, it was in another state out west. Uh, they were in a, shall we say, government institution against their will. And uh, of course, they, COVID ran rampant in those kind of environments. And this guy, you know, literally in his 30s, ended up having to be life flighted out of there, that area, because that Mm -hmm. place, because of the treatment, and and theoretically would have died. Now, I think only because of the age and everything else. Yeah. Was there some lung damage? You bet there is. And from all, and primarily from, Unstoppable coughing, you know, that yeah. came from all this building up. And so, my question is PCR test, is that one of the greatest frauds ever perpetrated on the mind of man?
1: Absolutely. And the, what was it, the president of uh, Senegal, was it?
0: Yeah, uh, what his I, I mean.
1: Mm-hmm. For showing
0: that it was a fraud. Mm hmm. Yeah, testing uh, fruit and other stuff, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and it's right. coming Goats, back chickens. positive. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. for right. COVID. Papaya. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. You know, just like it's your turn to test positive now. <laughs> you know, today. No. Yeah, and you're right. Look, that, look at look at the. T- yeah, go go ahead. That president w- was also a physician, so he knew where he was coming from. All right, and that president today is dead that's what i thought he he
1: died within a month of taking his case public that the covid test was a fraud and that covid was likely a fraud that it was something else and luckily though in africa they're used to treating malaria so they basically treated covid a lot like they treated the malaria with the with the aquinine drugs Mm -hmm. and that that was a step in the right direction because the quinine helps to sink zinc into the mitochondria mm-hmm. and zinc is one of the primary antiviral agents that that human beings have
0: you know i was amazed when i when i look at the stats that have come out and these are the ones that you know abc nbc cbs the cbc bbc uh, the Australian Broadcasting Corporation, New Zealand, whatever, they're, they're never going to want to talk about these other numbers that are out there. Um, no. they, they just don't want to talk about uh, the fact that certain countries that didn't lock down, certain countries that didn't get vaccinated, certain places where you'd think they'd all die from lack of sanitary conditions fared better than those places that did all of the above.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: It, I mean, you look at it. I mean, it, it's true, and they don't want to Still talk never about speak it. To that. You yeah. know, I mean, no. it's got to be. They never will. You know, the the virus is back, and we now have a new mutation that'll be worse than the last mutation. Yeah. And the other thing is, how does somebody like Jan Seki come down with COVID three times in a row when you're triple quadruple vaccinated? <laughs> and it's just before you're supposed to be flying overseas for some big NATO meeting or something.
1: What's going maybe on? Maybe got a fear of flying. Don't know, or maybe she has to revert to being a, a, a Jeff Zuckerberg over the weekend. There's a there's the, there's a rumor about about uh, the the president's press secretary actually being Zuckerberg in drag.
0: <laughs> you never know. You never no, know. Nothing out Not of Washington these days, anyway. Look, nothing out of yeah. <laughs> I mean, just who she identifies with on any given day of the week. You know that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, I mean, in the two years of COVID, now we've we've had the transgender stuff ramping up. Oh, for about eh, five, six years at least in the news, but mm-hmm. it seems that under the cover of COVID, it 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 shot like a breakthrough exponentially. Yep. And we have and, and in, in two years' times, we have created you know uh, sixty-two additional genders. I mean to go yep. on, I mean, and and we it's now civil rights movement. It's its own <laughs> right, and we we believe that children who cannot sign a contract for a student loan because their minds are not developed sufficiently at eighteen can determine their gender when they're five. And, and we, <laughs> I mean, the, we're and we're supposed to buy that and believe it. Where where does this come from? I mean, from either a spiritual sense, or. Or, or trying to destroy the society sense. What, what goal does it accomplish?
1: It it tries to. It's basically doing what Satan wants to do: turning God's creation on its head. Basically, what uh, happened with the the laws of Moses when they were put into the Talmud instead of into the Torah? They were turned on their heads and reversed, pulled inside out. All the all, all the things Moses said not to do the talmud says to do all the things that that uh uh uh, god put in place in terms of gender of family of who we are and what our roles are supposed to be are turned inside out upside down and chopped up into little tiny pieces so satan can have his way
0: now what do you think the next attack on america is going to be when i and we're not talking bombing anymore we're these attacks are different. They, we don't even use this is non-conventional warfare to steal your hearts, minds and children. Yeah, I saw a story the other day and I'm trying I think it came out of a state you wouldn't think it would come out of like Idaho or something like that where there's a mother who had been breast uh, feeding her young son for a long time and during the transition where you start going toward food, the son was having some occasional digestive issues. Now, these these are good parents. They're so not like they're you know neglecting their child, and they you know they went to their pediatrician and they're trying to diagnose, and they even went to the hospital to have additional tests done, and nobody can seem to find anything and wrong. And that was their mistake. <laughs> and 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 no one can find anything wrong. In fact, the the child is considered very very healthy at seven months, and. Then they decide, you know, they want to do a little follow-up. After an appointment on Monday, they wanted her to come back on a Thursday. And then the mother turned up sick, and so she decided to cancel and, and change the appointment. They, they called Department of, of Children's Services on her, and eventually had her arrested and the child taken for seven days. Because she oh. missed this appointment. Because this <clears throat> critical health care worker said, we think the child lost almost an ounce of weight in the past two weeks. <laughs> he went to pee, yeah. I mean, I'm reading this story. There's a difference of 1.1 ounces in this seven-month-old child's weight in a period over, you know, between the two appointments. And that is now a crisis where you have to call out the police to stop them at a convenience store, And handcuff and throw and grab the kid and take it into an ambulance for the EMTs and threaten her, and then the child is now away from his mother for seven days. Now, I can't even envision anything like that during my childhood. I can't envision that during my children's childhood ever occurring, or even my grandkids to allow that. Right, and
1: now. now we, we we've given even in the red states the 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 goody two shoes do-gooders paternalistic crowd has convinced even conservative uh, lawmakers
0: they're not conservative they they're all phony to, they're phonies I'm sorry yeah. they're not conservative oh, right. they're rhinos
1: phony. Oh, oh, okay to, to the, pass all these paternalistic laws so even in conservative states you've got very liberal people in CPS always who basically want to kidnap your kids and send them into that hole where they will get lost and no one will ever see them again because the elites will be using them as sex toys and that's their job they're all freaking satanic uh and i've known some cps workers they hold with, with with hillary's idea that children don't belong to the parents
0: they belong to government. Even Biden said it that it recently. the village. Biden just yeah. said that recently in a speech that our children, we you know these are our children. They're not parents' children. They're our children. Yeah. Right. And what kind of reprobate mind has that's got to be one of the lowest reprobate minds out there when you know somebody else's child is now my plaything, my decision. You got to remember
1: this is a guy who had sex with his little daughter in the shower. Mm thinking
0: of crap like that i i just stand amazed and and i mean this this is this is the reprobate president um one of the most corrupt what gets me is the media package tim is you know the nice kindly old grandpa that's been around washington <laughs> dc for a half a century and knows how to get things done yeah you got that right but the things he's getting done are the things you don't want to have done Exactly, and here's a man that. How, how does a politician making a hundred and whatever thousand dollars a year acquire multi millions <laughs> of dollars in real estate? <laughs> I I I would
1: love to ask half the people in D.C. about that. I but, mean, about the only ones who aren't filthy rich and rich are the ones who just got elected.
0: Yeah, and they're on their way. I mean, yeah, when you, exactly. When you, when you, someone ought to answer the question. Let's say you make. Let's just round the numbers off to making. You know, after taxes, $150,000 a year. Let's call it $10,000 a month. The property taxes on all these mansions you own is going to consume more than half of your income. Yeah. I mean, where does the money come from? Well, we know where it comes from, but the media will never investigate it. How many millions of dollars and how many have gone to the big guy and we don't want to talk about it? I mean, the, to yeah. me, this is scary. We, we have we have a criminal enterprise operating in the white house but the godfather now has dementia and so we you know we have a dement we have a, a a delineated uh criminal being run by a reprobate mindset group we're in a whole heap of trouble listen we need to take a break before we go to the break um, anything else on COVID, then we're going to come back and we're going to change gears. Anything Anything we ought to anticipate with, uh, with the COVID narrative that we may have missed?
1: It's going to get worse for the pro-vaccination, pro-lockdown folks as more and more and more of the scientific evidence comes out from reputable scientific journals and reputable scientists. Because right now, it's a spy versus spy, like scientists versus scientists. They used to... They used to make us think that all the science was behind the pro COVID stuff when it really wasn't. But now more and more and more scientists are finding their cojones and coming out and saying that this isn't true, this isn't real, it's all been a scam. And look at what the Vax is doing to you. So their narrative is broken
0: down. And my guest today is Dr. William Wong. And if you want to find out more about how he thinks and the things that he does, he's got a website. By the way, he'll be back in just a moment. It's Dr. Wong's Message. Make that like plural, W O N G S, and doctor is just the abbreviation D R. Dr. Wong's Message.com. That's Dr. Wong's message.com. I want to take a moment to thank all of you that listen to this program, either as a podcast or on radio. If you'd let me know how you listen, it means a lot to me. You can always send me an email, Bob at truth the number two ponder.com. And if you can help us financially, would you consider a gift to this ministry? You can make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio, mailing address 5753. Highway 85 North, that's 5753. Highway 85 North, number 3248. Number 3248. The city is Crestview, one word. Crestview, Florida. And the zip code in Crestview is 32536 32536.
2: This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. The Serpent at the Door coming up. Shalom Alechem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now, get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. Now, a boa constrictor can crawl 85 meters through a forest to enter the hole of the habitat of a large mammal. It'll coil there for days waiting alertly at the entrance, alertly facing the entrance. You see, serpents look for an opening, a hole, you know, and they wait there. They can even linger for months sometimes to wait for the bait. Now, the enemy is also a serpent, and this is his strategy. To seek a hole, an opening in your life, an unprotected area. He always looks for an open area, a foothold, a position to strike. So, you know, if you know that the serpent's waiting to strike, well, the key wise things identify that opening, that gap, that hole in your life. It could be an ungodly attitude. It could be a, a habit, um, an, an ungodly incident, an opening, something in your past, a hurt, a wound, an unforgiveness, a bitterness, a connection to the occult. Even pride or jealousy and insecurity, rejection, idolatry or a lust or a lack of trust in God. Any entrance at all, any hole, gossip, that television show, that, that magazine, that internet connection, that association, that habit, that place you go to that gives the enemy entrance, that foothold. And he's waiting to strike you. So listen, my friend, be wise. Close up the gap. Seal up that hole in your life. Shut that door once and for all because the enemy is a serpent who needs only an opening. Don't give him any room anymore close the door. Want more? Ask for the serpentine strategies. Now, how often do you get something offered to you priceless, wonderful, life-changing, and free? Here goes right now. Sapphires, it's as precious as it sounds to help you live a life and a walk of joy and victory. And the mystery of the temple doors, you'll love it. It's priceless and it's free. How do you get it? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real human name, Yeshua, and you dial it. That's it. So just call one 800 Yeshua One to receive your free gifts, you will be blessed. But call now. That's one eight hundred Y E S H U A One. Now I invite you to join me in bringing salvation to the world, to God's ancient nation Israel, and to the nations and tribes and tongues. Imagine you could. Cover the earth with a message of salvation to the lost. You can. The most incredible, farthest way you can ever spread the gospel. Show a radio. How? To find out, call 1-800-Yeshua1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or write me direct. The Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. That's The Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, Close that door, my friend. Shalom and peace to you, Messiah, Adonolam, the Lord of all. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman.
0: And welcome back to part two of our Thursday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. I want to get right back to our guest today, Dr. Dr. William Wong. And he's become kind of a really new friend of mine. And, and you'll be hearing him more often here on the program. I think he has a lot to share that I really believe you need to hear. You may not always agree, but listen with an open mind. Something that Dr. Wong and I have been talking about is, in some ways we seem better, but in many other ways we are worse off than we were before health-wise. Kids with diabetes, obesity, and what have you. And I really believe we have some serious issues in our immune system. So Dr. Wong, what is going on?
1: 70% of the immunoglobulins that we make are made in the intestinal wall when they're properly colonized with good bacteria all right between the chemicals that get put into food that don't cook out between antibiotic use which as a naturopath I'm actually one of the weirdest naturopaths around if I actually uh, support antibiotic use when it's when it's uh, properly done uh, we have managed to throw off the Good bacteria in the gut so that it doesn't create all those immunoglobulins. Then we've also had food and lifestyles that have suppressed the thymus, which is the primary gland of immunity. There are a number of things that we've done piecemeal that, when put all together like a a puzzle, Mm -hmm. have knocked down our immunity. And honestly, I'm going to say something that's going to get me in trouble. Oh, go ahead.
0: I do it all the time.
1: We've just, you know, if we bred humans like we, uh, if we bred cattle like we bred humans, we wouldn't have any cattle. A good bit of the weakness that has happened in, 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 in human beings is because we're just not collective of who we mate with. I'll put it that way. All right. You know, back when we were older, back when we were younger, rather, the sexual revolution started, and folks went from from, from having maybe one to three to five sexual partners in a lifetime to a hundred and change.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, uh, and and I know one gal who's who, who's suffering from all sorts of diseases because she's got she's had over two hundred lovers. In her lifetime. Wow. Now, what happens then is that uh, people pick up DNA from each other. If you, if 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 you, uh, they have taken, opened up the graves of little old ladies, and they've taken samples of their brains and stuff, and they've found that they still carry the DNA of all of their lovers. It's still visible in there. Now, that that's called microchimerism. When you throw in all that DNA, if you've got a computer program that's trying to run, and all you right. throw in, so I've got a Microsoft program, and then I throw on top of it a Unix, a Lexus, and a and and and, and, uh, and, and a Mac program. What's going to happen to the computer? Not going to run too well. So you've got all that DNA sending out signals that are oftentimes contrary to each other mm-hmm. because they belong to different people. So the more of that DNA, the more of the microchimerism is happening, the more screwed up the system gets. This is also probably one of the reasons, and I'm going to get in, in trouble for this as oh, well. I'm sure but here goes, but here we go. My, my, my men's health book is 79 pages long. I have working on, I've been working on the women's health book for over a decade It's over 400 pages without the pictures. It's on its third revision. It will never see the printer because I can't keep up with all the new stuff that gals are coming down with. Wow. And it's because they're being so damn promiscuous that they've got so much DNA in them from so many Mm -hmm. other guys. gals, And it's screwing up how their body works. And there ain't no fixing that. We can put band-aids on it, we can ameliorate the hell out of it, but mm-hmm. we can't go back to the DNA that they had when they were born and let the program run the way it's supposed to. You know, in, in one or two, five, maybe even ten instances of microchimerism, you might get past that, and maybe even not then. But, mm-hmm. you know, much over five or ten, and you can, uh, your system's going to really start getting screwed up because of all the different signals that are being set, many of which are in opposition to each other.
0: Now, see, that, that's something I had never heard before, and... And it's it's good to get this it isn't information out. To say. I know and and I know that a lot of people are gonna say, well, you know, you're why are you talking about this stuff? And we need to be talking about COVID and, and the Supreme Court and the election coming up in November and the primaries. You know, we're gonna fix it in November, don't you know, Bob? <laughs> we we to <can, laughs> yeah. oh, we're, we're, gonna, we're yeah. gonna fix it. With 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 another cheated election,
1: regardless of how many red votes we have. Yeah, yeah.
0: I know. I mean I my I don't put my trust in princes and the sons of men i've been i've learned that i my first ballot i ever cast was in 1972 in november in summit Mm -hmm. county ohio and you know i so and i thought i was going to do my part i did too ironically i actually did In 19, I mean, here I am, you know, 18, 1972, and I'm voting for Nixon. Why? Because I was smart enough, because the schools were decent enough, to explain to me, you don't get something for nothing, and that $1,000 that every man, woman, and child were going to get from McGovern was going to have a price tag and a chain attached to it you didn't want. Exactly. I knew it. I just felt it. And I also didn't trust him to get us out of Vietnam. I just didn't see that happening. And uh, not that Nixon did much of a better job from 68. You know, he did all, a little bit, but, you know, it, it was still well, in but, the... The government was, would, have, would have been like
1: Biden in Afghanistan.
0: You know, it's just... But here we are, you know, and so I had to make that decision. And, you know, over the years, I've tried to vote for the right candidate. And and we, we get little respites of a little bit of, you know, it's a little better, and then it gets a little worse. But if anybody wants to understand where we are today, all you have to look at is is inflation. And and I'm going to take us back to 1971, 72. -hmm. On average, you know, some things don't cost as much. TV sets are a lot cheaper in comparison to your income than they were back then. You know, there are some technological breakthroughs that are very, very helpful. I get it. Right. And I understand that. Um. But others, not so much. Uh, If you look at the price of gasoline in 1972, it was like 30-something cents a gallon. It's 10 times that now. Pretty much everything is 10 times what it was in 1972. Some less, some more. But it takes almost 7 to 10 times the income, and people are not getting that 10 times the income. Welcome to did. not being on the gold standard. Exactly. We came off it for the, the last vestige disappeared in 71. Yep. And Nixon Engineered did Engineered by Kissinger. Yep. And there we are. Damn on the, shame that Nixon had relied on Kissinger. I know. Good faith and credit of the United States. And we're just debtors. Mm. All we've yep. done is we've transformed transformed wealth into debt. And every time we need to buy something we print more money to pay for it but the money in circulation becomes worth less and people don't get it well let's just get the minimum wage to $15 an hour you know that's that's what bernie sanders says um you know people did better on a buck 65 an hour in 1972 <laughs> than you could on $15 an hour today yeah <clears throat> uh, i mean it, people don't get it and the, the problem is inflation has, you know, eaten into so many things. Like I say, now, some things like certain technology is cheaper. But energy cost, manufacturing cost, food cost, those things, you know, what did it used to cost to get a hamburger at McDonald's in 1972? 50 cents? <laughs> uh, yeah, you could. I mean, I can remember as a kid when I was, let's go back 55 years ago when they were 15 cents. Yeah. You know. And and fries were a dime, and a coke was a dime, and for forty five for under fifty cents, you had you had a bit you had a meal. Well, now right. it's going to be eight dollars to get out of a McDonald's, and the food's right. not even as good as it was then. <laughs> Bingo! It's so you know we 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 don't recognize that, and I've lived long enough to see this inflation, and you know I I look at the price of gold in, in at the time of the nation's founding was a was. Was like twenty five dollars an ounce. It took it a hundred and fifty years to get to thirty three dollars an ounce. Yeah. Look at the value of gold now. It ain't thirty three dollars an ounce. I mean, it's because it's our. It's not that gold is worth that much. It's our money is worth less than it was. And
1: folks just don't get that. They absolutely don't get it.
0: And all we need to do is increase the minimum wage and and have government spend more. Phony fiat printed money, and the world to be fixed. And I've spent—I've right. watched fifty years of my life that we are spending ourselves into our own self-destruction. Mm-hmm. And so we—you're we supposed
1: bro- to—that's how the—that's how the bankers take over.
0: We you owe your soul to the company store was the yeah. old saying. Now, our health as a nation, and I'm talking about our physical health in this. Um I'm sixty seven years old. I'll be sixty eight later this year. Hard to believe, and it scares me. <laughs> it really does. Um what do we need to be doing? I mean, and, and I want I want to preface this to the audience. This is what you're about to hear is not an infomercial. I'm not billing, charging, or asking anything for, you know, the airtime that is about to be used. Um, I'm just learning in my at my age that there are things that are better for my body than the things that I have been doing to my body for many, many years. And and this pandemic has really opened my eyes to even more things than I'd ever thought about. I, I see mothers today, we're talking those that have sons that are teenagers, you know, the ones that are like between eh, 15 and 24. And when they were at the most critical junction in their life, like when they're, Well, it's always a critical junction food-wise. But before that big spurt of growth, you know, they're eating junk food. They're not getting protein. They're getting garbage. They're getting sugar. And then we wonder why we have, you know, morbid obesity and diabetes with 19-year-old or 20-year-old males. It was unheard of when I came along. Diabetes was that one guy in 100 at that age. And now it's like. And the foods are so
1: laden with estrogens, with the phytoestrogens that the vegetarians love to force on us, Mm -hmm. that those boys didn't quite hit puberty right. They might not have really hit puberty at all, which is why the males now are so much smaller and weaker in structure, weaker in bone structure, weaker in muscle density than they were in our generation. So,
0: like three generations down the road, Males are half the size. And and they're getting fatter. Yes. They're, I mean, obesity and diabetes is right. something. Look. And it, it's, it's great for medicine. They make a ton more money. Yeah, I, I, I know for me that when I was a young child, I was a little bit, uh, I don't want to use that. The word overweight is not correct. It really wasn't. I was just a little bit bigger, and I I was a little bit was rounder. Husky. Yeah, I was, that was the term. I wore, you know, I was a little huskier, yeah. and it wasn't that I was eating garbage food. I just was, um, and when I got to the age, You were prepping for your growth spurt. Oh, you better anyway. believe I did. I you know, I was always a little bit taller, but you know, you have to understand that between the time I was fourteen and the time that I was sixteen, I grew about fourteen inches in height. Wow! And I, I went from being like you know five foot to six two and and I and I and the weight that I had when I got the six two is the same weight that I had when I was about five something. Mm-hmm. you know hundred and thirty five pounds. and I was still hundred and thirty five pounds, but a lot leaner, a lot stronger, and a lot I mean, I was in excellent health. Yeah. And you know when I got a little older, You know, the 135, you know, became 160. And it stayed there for years. It did. But something I think has happened in the way that we live our lives and our food and and everything else that, you know, we, we, I can remember back, and I thought about this one the other day. Maybe you can add something to this. Most of the restaurants that I would ever visit 50 years ago, 40 years ago, were not chain restaurants. They were little local mom pa restaurants that bought local produce, local this, local that. Not as much processed stuff. The food tasted great. And I think we were all healthier. But now more of the restaurants are industrialized, processed, and you know packaged out um, to these places. And I think it's right. had a detrimental effect.
1: Probably has, yes.
0: Uh, I, I mean, the more you
1: process food, the less food value there is in it.
0: Mm-hmm. And, I, and we're seeing more of that today than ever before, yep. and, I, and now you got now you got these companies wanting to give us fake meat, like Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. Yep. What is that going to do to us?
1: It's actually going to change your DNA because the meat is made from uh, cloned human fetal tissue taken in abortion. Wow, and it's going to turn you into a cannibal.
0: Unbelievable, and this is where we're going. So. You, I'm now. I'm asking you. You know, um, I'm starting to, and I, and by the way, I'm a paying customer. People, um, I, I read some of your stuff, and I'm, I've been trying some of your supplements, and I, and I'm noticing a difference. So, why would I be noticing a difference?
1: You're lowering your inflammation, and you're lowering your rate of fibrosis. If you take a look at the the, the suffixes of most all of the disease conditions, they end in either an itis or an osis, and itis is is it inflammation osis is a fibrosis the way we're taught it in school is we go from irritation to induration me, from irritation to uh, inflammation from inflammation to induration from induration to death so we have an irritant that causes an inflammation so you you're using your knee a lot you're exercising a lot you're running a lot you're jogging you're doing all of your aerobic work you're you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're really diligent in exercising or you're just a couch potato and you don't use your knees much and when you do, you overwork them. Either way, you're gonna get arthritis. That causes the inflammation. The inflammation then becomes chronic. Inflammation is like fire. It spreads to all the different tissues. If your liver is inflamed, then it's gonna inflame your pancreas, it's gonna inflame your kidneys, it's gonna inflame the bottom of your diaphragm, which will then inflame your lungs. It's gonna inflame everything around it. So we all carry inflammation just from regular use because our systems can't stop. Our heart can't stop to rest. Kidneys can't stop to rest. None of our internal organs can stop to rest. Your bicep gets tired, what do you do? You give it a break, you stop doing curls for a few minutes before you take up the weight again. Your heart can't do that. Neither can your kidneys or your intestines or your brain Mm -hmm. or anything else. Right. So as we get older, we build up a lot of inflammation internally. That inflammation creates fibrosis and scar tissue which shrinks the size of our internal organs and diminishes their function. And that's part of planned obsolescence. Now the other part of planned obsolescence is that as we get older, we make less testosterone and less progesterone and we make a ton more estrogen, especially men over the age of 40, 45 have more estrogen in them than their wives do. And estrogen creates, as we know from birth control pills, fibrosis and inflammation. So it just aggravates the condition. It's all planned obsolescence almost. So uh, all, almost nothing. It, it, it is planned obsolescence. We're, we're not supposed to stay here for long. So the, if we can control the itises and we can control the osises, we can feel a hell of a lot better and we can extend our lifespans. Mm-hmm. So how do you control the, the itis? Well, you can use aspirin, ibuprofen, apresin, relevant, celebrates. Right. And what you wind up doing is dying earlier than you would have died had you not tried to control the inflammation, because all of those things will either shut down your kidneys, kill your liver, or cause your intestines to bleed out, and you'll die. So, you can't use that. You can't use the corticosteroids, because they have horrible side effects of basically water weight buildup and moon face, and and, 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 and turning your skin into paper, that tears easily, terrible side effects. you can't do that. So the Russians tried corticosteroids with their Olympic athletes; it was right. a disaster. So the only thing on God's green earth that can fight both the inflammation and the fibrosis are proteolytic enzymes—the enzymes that we make or the enzymes that we eat. When we hit forty, no, excuse me. When we hit twenty-five, before that, our body used to dole out the enzymes that we make with a tablespoon but we only make a finite amount of enzymes in a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Our pancreas is a limited production. Uh, uh, we learned that from uh, a in physiology. And then since we have a finite amount of enzymes in a lifetime, we ha- at 25 the body figures out that if it keeps the rate up at which it's turning them out, right, you will, you'll be dead by 40. Mm-hmm. Because once you make your last drop of proteolytic enzyme, you're still in gold dead within three days. It's a premorbid condition. So when the body starts slowing down in its output of proteolytic enzymes is when you start seeing the cuts on your finger, instead of healing with a nice, soft, invisible scar, you get this big, lumpy thing and a a keloid. Mm -hmm. Instead of of, 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 uh, that that twisted ankle that that you walked off and went back to play in 15 minutes back when you were a a teenager – once you're past 35, that'll lay you up for three weeks. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. Oh, I know. I've done it. I've done yeah. it. So if we put in the enzymes, the proteolytic enzymes, and we augment our own body's production, we're not going to suppress it because enzyme production is part of the exocrine system, not the endocrine system. With the hormone system, if you put in too much of the hormones, you shut down your own production for a spell. But with the exocrine system, with the tears, saliva, sweat, we don't, you know, if, if, if you take a shower, you don't stop sweating. If you use uh, uh, eye drops, you won't stop making tears. Right. If you drink water, you won't stop making saliva. You don't stop making your own exocrine products. So since the enzymes, the proteolytic enzymes that our pancreas makes are part of the exocrine system,
0: mm-hmm.
1: when we put them in, we are sparing our own production for another day. That makes us live longer. So between lowering our inflammation and fibrosis by taking the enzymes and sparing our production for another day, we are both making ourselves more comfortable, we are working better, we are not hurting as much, our internal organs aren't shrinking like they would. As I I gave the example in one of our previous shows that if you take an 18-year-old cadaver and an 80-year-old cadaver in an anatomy lab, the 18-year-old cadaver's internal organs will look like you expect them to look large, full, juicy. Cut through them, it's like firm jello. The 80-year-old internal organs are all shrunken like a, a baked potato someone left in the oven for too long. You cut through them, it feels like a, a three-day-old Italian bread. And it, 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 it they just don't work as well because they're so chock-full of fibrosis. It's, again, it's all part of planned obsolescence, but we don't have to accept it. Mm-hmm. So if we put in the enzymes, and then I'll add one more thing, which is going to get me into hot water again. We ignore every bloody medical fat. We have nothing to show for the anti cholesterol diet. Right. But Alzheimer's going from one case in, excuse me, four cases in one million patient population to one. In three, at present, why? Because we fed, we starved our brains of its most important nutrient, which is saturated fat. And then we don't have the B complex vitamins in our diets anymore to make to help the saturated fats become neurotransmitters. So we've starved our brain to the benefit of medicine. Holy cow! There, you know, medicine has made billions off of creating Alzheimer's. Have we changed the rate of heart disease at all? Not no, one week Not a bit. Not at all. But we've created all sorts of other problems that the medical industry has benefited from. So stop with the medical fads. Yep. Go back to eating saturated fats. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're getting your B-complex vitamins. Put in the proteolytic enzymes. And here I'm going to put a plug like essence, which is the most potent proteoly- proteolytic enzyme product in the world. And also... Uh, the best thought out and I, I explain that in, in my lecture fighting the things most likely to kill us yeah real real quick before our, away, before our time gets away
0: before our time gets away how do they find all this stuff um, this, oh
1: they can go on to drwongsmessage.com and drwongsessentials.com one more time drwongs plural message dot com I've got my, my written work there. And then dot com is where my products are. And I've got a YouTube channel and a YouTube channel. So come and find me. Listen to my radio shows.
0: And my guest today has been Dr. William Wong. And, and I hope that you'll look at those resources, find out more about him. You, you don't have to agree with everything that he has to say. But I'm learning firsthand. A lot of what Dr. Wong has to say is making a whole lot of sense, a lot more than we get out of Dr. Anthony Fauci or anybody at the World Health Organization, uh, the CDC, the FDA, Moderna, Pfizer, you know, the drug pushers. I bought you, I bought him on the program for a reason. I want you to be informed, to be able to find out for yourself, weigh the evidence, And make some decisions and how to how to take control of your life and then live that life to the fullest and hopefully for the good of the kingdom of God. Now, if you believe in the ministry of truth to ponder, I'm going to ask you to consider helping us financially. All gifts, large or small, are helpful. Make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. That's Ancient Word Radio. Mailing address is 5753, Highway 85 North, 5753, Highway 85 North, number 3248. That's number 3248. The city is Crestview, Crestview, Florida. And the zip code is 32536. I appreciate the prayers you give to me. Hard to believe that we've gone into, what, 21 months now of doing this program. We wouldn't be here heading toward two years if it wasn't for your faithful prayers and monthly support. This has been Truth to Ponder
2: with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth2ponder.com. That's truth2ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth. In a darkening world.